All right, we're back for the Friday walk and talk. I've just been exploring this woodland behind here, which was really cool actually. I don't know, I guess it's some sort of an ancient uh, plantation or something here, but we're gonna take a stroll. We're gonna get in the sun now. It's a nice and sunny over here, and a nice easy path to walk along as well. So what is going on at the moment, hey? You know, I remember the day when I first started doing these videos and I had maybe four or five bullet points. And I'd think to myself, oh, you know, I've got nothing to talk about. Now I have the complete opposite problem. I've got about five or six pages, you know, full pages of bullet points. And I have to think, what am I gonna, you know, I've got to focus on something. By the way, crazy story. So I was walking down here and there's some guy, I don't know what he was doing, in his trench coat or anorak or whatever you want to say, in the woods really long greasy hair just stood there have you ever i don't know if you ever saw wrestling when you were a kid do you remember the undertaker he basically looked like that guy just stood there staring at me freaked me out big time anyway yeah that's weird he didn't flash me but just be prepared he might he might pop out and just flash us in a minute or i, I wouldn't even know because i've got the camera the other way he could be flashing right now i would have no idea so i'm just going to do a shorter video today actually because I've realized when I do videos that are too long, I love doing the longer walks and videos, but if I go over 30 minutes, people don't watch it. Last week's video, 31 minutes, actually had a 50% drop off in people watching. And I thought it was a really good video. I thought it was probably one of my better videos, but it only had half the views because it was too long. So I'm gonna keep them a lot shorter, definitely under 30 minutes going forward. So I just picked Kristin up from the airport so that's good, so she is back. I've been without her for three weeks and uh, yeah, I missed her, so it's good to have her back. And she's glad to be back as well. She uh, said, I'm not gonna be traveling that often. It takes three days or well, about two days to get to America from here because obviously you've got an extra stop off as well. You haven't just gotta, you know, like say you're in London, you haven't just gotta jump on a flight in London over to the USA. Here, you've gotta get a flight from the island there's only a couple of day or one a day i don't know a couple of day and then get in across to wherever you're going to fly from so it's a lot harder work but i want to read out a couple of uh, uh headlines that came out over the last few days crazy ones so here's the first one on tuesday putin said sanctions would lead to a global food crisis he added that the kremlin may export only to countries that are friendly with russia we've talked about this before friendly and unfriendly countries now and another russian official said that food will be the weapon so this is the, the word he used will be the weapon against unfriendly countries going forward mm, interesting so this uh, actually builds on top of the other uh, russian leader politician i don't know what he was but he basically said about energy how energy would be weaponized and i actually covered that if you remember on this walking video I covered that a while ago and I said I thought that would happen. And uh, well, here we are. Uh, another statement then. Putin said higher energy prices and fertilizer shortages would mean Western nations would have to print more money to buy supplies, which would cause food shortages in poorer countries. It's not just that, if you think about it, if that is the case, there's more currency printing. It's not just uh, the issue of food and, and energy and stuff. It's the issue of inflation, because if you've got to start printing and printing more currency, 
in order to buy it, you know, at the governmental level, what is that going to do to the currency? Oh, we've got a little hoverfly here. Okay, off you go. Okay, this is another one I can't pronounce its name. Dmitry Medvedev. Okay, a former Russian president and a senior security official in the country. He said, Russia will not supply our products and agricultural products to our enemies. So we haven't heard that word so far, enemies. Uh, we heard pr uh, unfriendly, that's what they were using, but now they're using the word enemies, which is uh, not good from a war footing. What else? He also said, we will supply food and crops only to our friends and no one else. And I guess this leads into the next wave of sanctions that we've heard this week that's coming. Um, firstly, on coal. So Europe, the EU is saying that they are going to ban Russian coal. Um, not just that, though. There's a lot more sanctions coming. They're also talking about banning coal from countries that are allied with Russia. So this, you know, BRICS nations and a lot of other nations. And as I've covered, we're seeing this convergence starting to happen now between two superpowers in the world, Russia, China, BRICS, all of those. And then we've got uh, the USA, Canada, UK, Australia, EU, etc. This is, this is not looking good, really isn't. And I was just looking on Twitter to see, you know, what the response is from people with all of these uh, energy bans and coal bans and all this. And it's, <laughs> some people are nuts. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, I get the sanctions, don't, don't get me wrong on that, but um, some of the things people are saying, like, we should ban this next, we should ban that next. Uh, some moron said, we should ban all food exports from there as well. We'll just grow our own. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's ban all energy, let's ban all food, let's ban all agricultural fertilizers and chemicals and, and everything else. Let's just ban everything from these countries. Good luck with that. Hey, do you enjoy eating? Do you like food? No? Oh, you're fine then. You can just uh, go without food. Um, what about home heating? Natural gas to heat your home. You, you like that? No? Okay. Well, wait till uh, winter comes along and uh, we'll, see. we'll see how that goes for you. But you know, this sort of stuff can escalate. It starts with sanctions on certain things and then it leads to other things. You've got to think, what did I talk about before with medicine? Um, pharmaceuticals and things like that. Where is a lot of it made? It's made in China. You start poking the dragon, as uh, the expression goes, it's going to lead to some more issues as well with, uh, with China. And if you think about what's happening in Sri Lanka at the moment, they are having, a, I mean, I think they've declared a state of emergency now. Street protests are intensifying in Sri Lanka as public anger grows. The country is facing its worst economic crisis in decades. They've got very little medicine, very little food, very little energy. They are having, a, I mean, there are riots in the street. I mean, these major protests. Uh, all social media has been blacked out in the country. And actually, one of the senior politicians in Sri Lanka put out a statement. Sri Lanka is facing imminent threat of starvation. Okay, that's the exact words that he used there imminent threat of starvation. People have been suffering from lengthy power cuts, as well as a shortage of food, fuel, and basic goods. Medicines are also in short supply. So again, we can see how this is starting to escalate now with the food. You only have to speak to people who are buyers, you know, for supermarkets and work in this sort of industry. 
listen to some of these, uh, you know, sometimes these things get leaked or Zoom conferences and stuff like that. This fly will not go away. Off you go. And they're talking about it. They're saying it's getting more and more difficult already to actually source food products. Look what's happened with Audi in Germany. Um, old news now, it's, uh, you know, a week old, but 20 to 50% increases on some of their food products, which is already come into effect now. Uh, imagine that if you're in Germany, 20 to 50% increase on some food products overnight. Wow, it's so beautiful today. It's so nice. Actually, when I started at the bottom of the valley, it was pretty cold. I had my hat on, got my, you know, my bomber jacket on because it's, I thought it'd be cold. And now I'm up here and I'm, I'm a little bit hot actually, but it's so nice, just beautiful to take nice little walks every day. Especially imagine, I know some of you laugh at the sort of, you know, they say, you just must read doom and gloom 24 seven. And that's partially true. So I have to get out for, you know, an hour every day, just go for a nice walk, different places. The thing is this island's so small, you can drive pretty much anywhere fairly quickly. Just go for a walk wherever you, you feel like really. Oh, and by the way, if you're in the UK, can you drop me a comment below? Um, is there still a diesel shortage where you are? I was getting bombarded with messages last week from people saying they couldn't get diesel anywhere. Some people were driving for 20, 25 miles, I guess, was the, the longest distance. Um, just no diesel anywhere. Look at that. Look at that view behind. Beautiful. Oh, we've got an audience. We've got some birds now. Yeah, so I don't know if the diesel is back in the, the fuel stations now, but I was hearing this from a lot of people, a lot of tradespeople as well. Couldn't get diesel, um, plant equipment, couldn't get diesel, some farmers as well. We've got some farmers in the community, couldn't get diesel, just could not get any diesel to do some of their farming um, over the last couple of weeks. It's interesting, actually, in the, uh, just on the private community, the prepping thread is really heating up. It's, it, People who have never been interested in prepping before, growing their own food and, um, you know, and heating and all these other sort of things. People have never been interested in this before, now getting heavily involved. And I'm guilty as well. I've never really been interested in this sort of stuff. Uh, I'm going to a farmer's type of meeting this month, learn all about crops and uh, animals and uh, all this sort of stuff. I'm sure it's going to take years to learn it all properly. I bet it does. I bet it's just not you know, a simple thing you can learn in a week. I bet all this sort of stuff takes a long time. I've just started growing actually some stuff in my, in my garden. This is the first time ever. I know some of you are laughing now like, oh Neil, you are years behind the curve here, buddy. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but uh, I'll catch up. I'll catch up with you, don't worry. So yeah, just started growing stuff. It's quite satisfying actually. That's why I was saying, you know, get your kids involved with growing some things. It is quite satisfying. And uh, I definitely look forward when I've got my own farm or homestead or whatever I end up with in the end to actually start growing some stuff. Okay, I've got another statement here from BlackRock president who I really don't like, uh, Larry Fink. He just said this, the entitled generation has never had to sacrifice and is going to face shortages as they never have before. I would listen to that warning, guys. Even though we dislike the man, I would listen to that warning. Take heed of that. This is pretty much the man that controls the world in terms of finance. Um, you, you know, BlackRock is pretty, pretty much controls everything. If you think of even some of the largest corporations, 
BlackRock even controls them. So if this guy's saying that, yeah, I would, uh, I would start planning accordingly for that. Okay, another really important sort of geopolitical thing that's going on right now is with Iran, also Israel. You've got China, Taiwan, etc. There's a lot going on, actually. Um, the U.S. has just sold or it is selling $95 million worth of the Patriot missile system to Taiwan for their defense. I would love to know what you think about that. Can you drop in the comments below your thoughts on that? Because it is quite a controversial topic. Okay, I have no idea what bird that is. Whoa, look at the size of that. Anyway, it is fairly controversial actually. So let me know what you think about that. Is it poking the dragon or is it uh, coming to the defense of an ally? I'd love to know your thoughts. But yeah, Israel apparently, if this is true, um, I saw, I can't remember where I read this actually this week, saying that they're practicing bombing runs on Iran. But then you've got to actually think what's going on in Iran. Iran have had all these sanctions on them for a long time, couldn't sell their oil. They've got millions, in fact, billions of barrels of oil that they're now going to probably be able to take to market. Uh, nuclear superpower, they've got a lot of oil. And so we've got all of this going on. I mean, you could have wars or conflicts on multiple fronts, you know. You could have conflict in the Middle East leading to war. You could have something going on with China, Taiwan. You could have uh, the conflict continuing with Russia and Ukraine. You know, not just that. Think about um, for the U those of you in the USA and what's going on with the southern um, border. You know, weak, weak border. Argentina's got, what, 2.3 billion barrels of oil. Mexico's got 10 billion. Who do you think they're going to side with? It won't be America. It will be the Russia sort of alliance if anything kicks off. In fact, just on the BRICS nations, let me give you some stats here. So Brazil has got 16 billion barrels of oil. Russia's got 80 billion. India's got 30 billion. China's got 25 billion. Saudi Arabia, 265 billion barrels of oil reserves. Who will not take Biden's phone call? Talk about a diss where he won't even take his phone call. In fact, the crown prince said, I don't care what he thinks, um, you know, talking about Biden. So for all those people watching who didn't want a strong border, by the way, on the, the US border, on the southern border, look, I don't live in America, so it doesn't affect me. But for all those people that sort of were against it and, and stopped its construction, etc., etc., you know, if we go into a major crisis now, a lot of conflict, uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. It's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be good news if you have a lot of um, people wanting to come up and cross the border, which you could easily have, actually, if we have a continued refugee crisis, which I personally think we are going to see. I think this is going to continue on. And then finally, just to wrap up then, Rishi, Rishi. We talk about Rishi. Uh, he's in trouble again. I told you last week, Rishi, Rishi, he's a little bit fishy. He's in trouble. His wife has been avoiding taxes, UK taxes, by her uh, domicile status being in India. Gosh, this is just, is the gift that keeps on giving really with Rishi. Uh, I haven't had my, my rap song made for me yet, by the way, whoever's going to make that song from last week's video. I'm still waiting for that, that, that song. Come on, someone's got to make it. I, I can't wait to hear it. I'm going to post it if someone makes that song. All right, good to talk to you all and uh, I'll finish my walk now. Uh, I'll see you on Monday, I guess, next video. Uh, take care. God bless. See you very soon. All right. Who made this shelter? That is an F. You get an F, whoever it was. 
Okay, much better, much better. Whoever made this, this one gets a B. B plus.